it up. From the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 basketball facility in Rockland, California, it's Coach's Rise time with Coach C. Collins. It's start three, two, one. Coach's Rise time. Yep, welcome to Coach's Rise time where we talk a little bit of basketball, life commentary, few things in between um obviously i'm your host coach c collins if you made it to my channel welcome uh if you feel like please subscribe uh again i'm just trying to get to my small goal of um 300 subs i'm almost there uh it's uh it's a small goal but it's my goal uh you know uh, do the HBO special help a brother out? Shout out to the po- uh, Poor Man's podcast. This is relevant because I am going to do a little bit of reaction to him. But I kind of wanted to talk about in this one, today's topic, I wanted to talk about. Um, I <laughs> So just a little insight. And I think it all just segues together. Um, obviously, mainly what I talk about associates with basketball. It could be coaching tips. It could be life tips. I, de- I delve a little bit into the black pill community, the red pill community, the blue pill community, um, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I absorb a lot of information. And for those who know me, I'm very much an analytics guy, um, whether it be as a coach on the basketball court or honestly in everyday life. Analytics are a proven thing. I know it seems like nowadays we, we want to pretend like data doesn't matter and you know, it's all about how you feel and your interpretation and there's my truth and my reality. And these are all nice terms, but there is objective reality out there. There, you know, there is um, things we have to acknowledge and agree on and that has to be the common ground. Uh, and even nowadays, you know, that's all subjective. Or, you know, overall, the consensus was the world was round. And of course, you got your flat earthers. And then you know, there's people who think uh, the vaccine, I have an autistic daughter and people think the vaccine, get, vaccines give kids autism and vaccines don't do that. <laughs> so, you know, and again, it's, it goes on and on. Reality is very um, uh, funny right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all plugged into the matrix in one way, shape or form. <laughs> but I try to use my channel to just talk a little bit of insight, give my opinion, have fun with things. So a buddy of mine, uh, she, so there's a YouTuber I watch. He's a part of the black pill community. I believe he's the most popular YouTube channel in the black pill community. If you're not sure what that is, um, I I think I'm going to tag him in the line so you can go check his channel out. Um, he does full descriptions on all three of the pill communities. Overall, these are just men, spaces communicating about men things in different perspectives just take my word for it on that um so this guy's name is wheat waffles that's his youtube name not his real name obviously or you know could be interesting maybe his name's wheat and waffle either way uh he um he i I find him very fascinating he uses analytics and and a lot of mathematics geometry to really break down what attraction is. And I'll, I'll speak about where I'm coming from with all this. So with basketball players, athletes in general, but obviously mainly I'm speaking for basketball players in my experience, they're on kind of a unique side of things. And I coach and mentor to young men. So a lot of times I, I end up becoming a lot of a lifestyle coach as well, especially as younger men get older. Let's just be real. These young men get horny, especially by teenage years, college years, um, hormones is kicking in, testosterone kicking in. They want girlfriends. They like, you know, they like the ladies. Um, and as a mentor, you try to hold them on the right path and, you know, say, hey, look, 
if you're going to do your thing, use protection, be smart, you know, you, you always want to mentor these guys to be better than you. Right. Um, what I will say is I've overall had a lot of good success with that. And, uh, I I've, I've found that, you know, it, with, with the youth, they are listening even when it seems like they're not. And even for me, sometimes I think they're not, but they actually are. So that's pretty cool to see. What I want to segue that into is, so my friend went to Wheat Waffles. At the end of all of his episodes, if you turn in some photos, if you pay him, I think it's like 20 bucks, 25 bucks or whatever. If you pay him he and you send him some photos of you and tell him your height, your weight, your build, things like that, he will do an analysis of what you look like. I watched some other people's YouTube channels who did the same thing. My friend did this without me knowing it. So that's why I thought it was really funny. And I wanted to talk about it because he analyzed me and I found, and again, I like this guy because he uses analytics numbers and shapes to describe, um, like he, he has the perfect ratio of what the perfect attractive face is and things like that. And you can't, Numbers don't lie, right? You can't you can't argue with numbers. You know, one plus one will always be two, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Unless you're in your feelings and one plus one equals cat. I don't know. But, you know, other than that, um, I like that. And so I'm going to tell you guys what he did in my review. I looked at other reviews. He does do some copy paste, some cookie cutter where I would say he said it to one guy. So he says it to another, says it to another. But I imagine he's out. He's probably getting hit up pretty, pretty heavily. Um Regardless if someone's attractive, sometimes you're just fascinated. You're just curious what the outside world perceives, right? Because we all have our own self-perception of what we think we look like and how good we look. I mean, honestly, if you look at Fresh and Fit Podcast, um, there's so many ten, nines and tens on that show. You know, you, you think there's no average people in Miami. And maybe that's just how it is. I don't know. I haven't hung out in Miami like that in about a decade. So I don't know. But what I did like was... I want to speak from the place of an athlete. So for some of you guys who may know or may not know, you know, I'm, I'm six, five, um, about two Oh five, two ten, somewhere around there. You know, I think I'm in fairly good shape. Um, I, I wish I worked out more, uh, but I work very physical jobs. I live a very active lifestyle. I still play basketball, you know, so things like that. Um, I'm mixed, right. Um, uh, Mexican black and white, uh, you know, grew up in Oakland, right. Uh, so, you know, just uh, to me, I'm just your overall run of the mill, typical light skinned athlete. Right. I'm <laughs> not not too much um, blaringly unique about me, but I was pretty fascinated at uh, his response. So I kind of wanted to show you guys and, and and read to you what it is. Now, I recommend if you really want to know if you're curious, like do it yourself. Like I'll I'll, I'll tag him in the post. I'll probably uh, connect the link to one of his one of his episodes but i suggest you guys check him out he's actually um very insightful dude I, I like again that he's using numbers and analytics to describe things so that was pretty cool so just so you guys understand with him there he does a one to ten scale um nobody's a ten nobody's a nine right like he says you know nines are like these overly attractive people that have such a blaring high level quality um for example, like um, Jeremy Meeks with his crystal blue eyes or um, um, 
I guess you could say like Michael Ely or something like that. Like they just have something that puts them over the top, right? Um, like Denzel Washington and when his smile or something, you know, something like that. Pause, no homo, but still, it's just saying things like that. Um, that he that he would put in that nine category, but overall there is no nines. He he does he votes basically eight and down. Um, if you are uh, five six, you know, four five six, that's pretty average. Um, if you're seven or eight, that's really attractive what he classifies as chads that's the new term we're all using chads and then obviously sub four four and below is you know people that are unattractive right and and you know i know we want to say attractions in the eye of the beholder and things like that but i think we all fundamentally understand what's attractive what's not and we we all know really i believe men and women especially men all relatively know where we at on this scale but I wanted to say my experience with getting reviewed by Wheat Waffles, and I wanted to tell you guys what it is and, you know, tell me what you think. Um, uh, leave comments below. Uh, maybe you might find it fascinating or funny. I find it funny for myself because uh, a lot of my friends have often told me they that I'm I'm a fairly attractive dude, and, and I don't. I'm not one that's like big fixated on my looks. I just um I just try to take care of myself as best I can. And mainly I take care of myself. So I tore an Achilles years ago. I couldn't walk for a couple of years. Um and I have kids. So, you know, I really just want to be healthy for my kids. And um and also I have epilepsy. So I was born with epilepsy. So, you know, that kind of was a dis disability I had to learn to maneuver around as well. So I wanted to give you guys um the rundown. So let me give you just the straight up number he gave me. Um well, you you tell me what you think. Maybe you can leave a comment and tell me what you think before I gave you this number. But overall, he says I'm a seven out of ten. So not bad. Pretty, pretty good on the scale. Um, obviously, like I said, his max is eight. So I guess I'm one notch away from being wheat waffles max. Right. So shout out to you, man. Appreciate you for uh, saying saying I'm a decent looking guy. So here's the rundown of what he is. I also pull a picture up i have my producer pull a picture up of the the main picture he said he liked because we sent several um and and you guys can interpret from there right so he said my best features right he listed he said equal face thirds straight mandible um good facial definition and low body fat percentage so cool thanks i try you know happy about where i'm at <laughs> he said a uh, good hair thickness and texture good hairline so that's cool especially you know i'm 39 years old so i'm glad i still got hair at this point um clear skin he said he really liked my skin so cool <laughs> he uh i ideal lip thickness um pause i don't know how i feel about a man talking about my my lip thickness but um thanks uh good eyebrow shape and a thick neck huh don't know how I feel about that one either. Thick neck. Thick neck. Do I have a thick neck? Man, you guys are looking at me on camera. Does my neck, I feel like, I don't feel like it, whatever. All right, I don't feel like it's anything special. But he also said, uh, these are the worst features in order of importance. Said jawline isn't forward grown enough. Okay. Short ramus. Not a thousand percent sure what a ramus is, but it's not an anus. I know that. It can't be that. He didn't. He didn't look at my anus. I hope he didn't. Unless there was a photo of it. You better know. It better not have been no damn photo of it. But said a short ramus. You guys can help me figure out what that is. He says slight facial 
asymmetry, particularly the nose, which makes sense because if you really, really look, my nose is crooked because I used to box and I had it broken like two or three times. I actually got it broken in a street fight again at 24 hour fitness years ago. So yeah, you know, it's just a part of my past. Um, And then he said incomplete eyebrows. So it could be because the slit right here, but who knows? I don't know. Large, large eye orbits, low set cheekbones. I guess my cheeks aren't high enough. Um, then he gets into more details. Uh, he says, um, you know, he, he basically says, you know, here. He said, the, these last two flaws are slightly causing eye bags beneath your eyes. Chin is not forwardly projected enough. And then he said, you know, these are my short term looks making recommendations. One said, your style looks very good. You clearly know how to dress well. No changes need to be made there. Alternatively, style-wise, because your build looks a good shape, you could wear tighter-fitting clothes that wrap around in complementing ways. Muscle fit works best usually for, you know, your body type. So, cool. Thanks. Um, He's like, haircut is good. It suits your skull shape, so keep the same. It looks best in this picture, by the way. And this is when I had shorter hair with curls and stuff, but I have obviously have braids now, but, like, cool. Um said, I previously rated another guy who was similar to you. He also lacked chin projection and grew a goatee to give the illusion of a more pronounced chin. I don't know. Maybe that's what this is. I I think you should follow suit in order to give the illusion of a more pronounced and forwardly grown chin. He said, usually I'd write seven to eight points, but I honestly don't have any more advice for you. Seems you've done most of it already. Well done. Keep it up. So cool. Shout out to him. Um, he said, you're a good looking guy. Uh, top 15% of what I've rated so far. You don't need to worry about any extreme measures. Um, I can see all three environments working for you. Warm, cold, and online. And that's the different approaches in case people are wondering. Like online approach, cold approaches straight up to the person. Warm approach might be like, you know, maybe Instagram or familiar circles or something like that. Um, he said... Um, I'd give all three a go. Best of luck to you, man. Uh, He said, you're definitely one of the more attractive people I've rated so far. You should have no problem getting a girlfriend. As I say, you're in the top 15% of attractiveness. I'd be extremely surprised if you're a virgin. And that, you know, overall, that's good stuff. I think it's funny. Shout out to you, (laughs) Waffles. Um, You know, obviously, it's kind of fun to see different people's objective views. Um. If you don't care, don't care. Like, you know, I'm going to think of myself either way. I don't really, again, fixate on my looks. I try to take care of myself and I just work hard and I try to take care of myself mainly for my kids. That's what the main purpose of it all is. What what I will say and what I'm circling back and correlating, that's just the kind of the funny side of it, laughing at myself. But athletes and guys who have this relative level of success, um, let, let's be real. Women typically general on a general sense. I'm saying on a general. So please, ladies, I'm not saying it uniquely to you on a general sense. Um, there's the three sixes they want. You know, shout out to Kevin Samuels because he's, you know, rest in peace. He's the guy who kind of put words to a lot of this. This and uh, Rolo, Rolo Tomasi, right? Um, they want, you know, six figures, six feet, six pack, right? That's typically what women are looking for. Um, there's a biological ineptitude where women like taller, stronger guys because it, 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 it biologically triggered to them um, protection, right? Protection, um, um, safety, things like that. Now, obviously, 
we're living in a modern, hopefully progressive, more time where we're not as barbaric, where we need to procreate to protect the bigger tribe and things like that. But, um, you know, those genetic traits are still there. Those genetic markers are still there. There's a reason hoopers get a lot of play. I mean, you know, you look at the Brittany Renner situation and, you know, how she's <laughs> she's kind of going through it, unfortunately, as far as ever being potentially dated seriously. Um, you know, women can get mad all they want. I, I'm mainly talking to mainly a lot of NBA players. The NBA literally has to even issue out, issue out a statement saying to NBA players, you know, watch who you're sleeping with, wear protection, get rid of your condoms, because women will try to take your seed in order to get pregnant, in order to try to secure a bag off you. You know, uh, I think Brittany Renner recently released, she's getting 2500 a month. Um, and I saw some people in the comments, which was really fascinating. They were saying that's the poverty line, or that's not enough. Twenty five hundred, no, that's not enough. That dude, that's that's, I believe, roughly thirty k a year. Um, the The average wage of a man is somewhere between, I think, forty to fifty k a year. So she's working almost the minimum, the you know, the full time wage of the average man for just having a kid. And that's it, not working or anything. And so, so you throw that thirty thousand, and hopefully she's working in some capacity, and then that's at least, at least, let's just roughly say a forty k right there. So she's getting seventy k a year. And again, you know, people might say, "Well, she's raising a child. She's raising a child." I'm like, "Yeah, I get it, but I have kids, and I can roughly tell you, my even my kids don't cost twenty five hundred a piece a month. <laughs> that's just not." It's just not the cost. Um, so, you know, it, it, it basketball players, athletes, but again, I'm, I'm biased, so I'm going to speak to basketball players. You need to be careful out there. You need to, especially if you are an attractive athlete. You know, I mean, athletes obviously have an innate, just a natural attraction to them because you would perceive them as alpha males. They're doing their sport. They're, they're in their prime. There's personality perks and traits that you expect come with athletes. Um, so they typically are on the higher percentage of the attractive spectrum, especially in basketball players. Cause the biggest universal thing that women have universally said, read the studies. I'm not making this stuff up. I'm just not going to delve into all those studies. They typically like height basketball players tend to be tall. So even if they're not good looking in the face or they are, you know, like that's typically what women like. They want a taller guys. So, and the thing, unfortunately, now is you know, fortunate for men in those positions, but unfortunate for like average guys or, you know, the normal blue collar guy. I work at UPS, so I work around a lot of just, you know, good brothers just working their butts off for their families or, you know, just working for their future like these younger men. But, man, I've talked to them and, and they're they're having a tough time. Women won't give them a chance. They don't exist. They're invisible. You know, that's why the Andrew Tates, that's why the Fresh and Fits, uh, Abin Preach, like, that's why these podcasts, um, Chest Pearly Things, you know, she advocates for men. Like, that's why they're thriving right now. That's why the manosphere uh, is thriving. I'm not part of any community, but I do see it from the lens of the athlete side, of the 6'5 guy who can see that, you know, women want to get at a guy like me and and won't give any of these normal guys a chance. So, you know, I, I'm going to delve into this one more. Maybe I'll do a part two. I'm going to do a poor man's podcast. I'm probably going to do a reaction video to him at some point. But 
no, I, this is just something I kind of wanted to get off my chest and talk about. I thought the wheat waffles thing was pretty funny. That's just, again, just kind of laughing at that whole result. But I really think, you know, athletes, protect yourself out there. You can be a target, especially if you have a future. And I guess my message to the ladies, if any ladies would ever watch this or send this, you know, you, you do have to understand most basketball players, especially NBA ones that you guys like, young NBA players, you're not going to get them to yourselves. I know that's an uncomfortable truth. They're millionaires. They can do what they want unless you're their day one. Um, they're, they're not going to be monogamous to you. And you have to be willing to ask yourself, are you going to accept that? It doesn't mean you have to know about everything, but it's just very unlikely that they're just only going to sleep with you. It's kind of just an unspoken rule, right? That they follow the three unspoken rules and it's cool, right? That's no, no STDs, no outside pregnancies and no public shaming. If you follow those three things, um, it's just, you just know, but you don't know, right? They're on the road. Um, for the brothers who are actually monogamous and do their thing, more power to you. Like, Hey, you, you're above and beyond. Like, cause most men in your position, young 20 something year olds, millionaires, that's pretty hard for them to do. Um, but for you guys that actually do it, cause you are out there in the league and, and, at the pro levels and stuff, more power to you, man. So I mainly want to obviously speak to my youth guys and things like that as well. Uh, protect yourselves, wear condoms, be smart out there. You know, I did a whole show where I said, personally, I don't think young athletes should be having couples anyway. I think you should date. I think you should have people in your corner. You can have situationships, but you don't need a full on girlfriend or boyfriend because if you're dedicated to your time and craft, if you're ch the red pill overall basically is saying chase your craft. Women are the byproduct. Chase your money. Chase your passion. Women are the byproduct. Blue pill basically is saying do what you do for women, like do it to make them the shining example. And the black pill community basically is saying the numbers you, the numbers don't lie. No matter what you do, no matter how, what you want to try to change, there's some things you can shift, but overall the numbers are the numbers and there's not much you can do, let's say, out of uh, reconstruction plastic surgery that you can you can do out of that. I'm not an advocate for either one. I'm more or less just an advocate for protect yourself, be smart, learn from your mistakes, and grow each and every day. And that's what I preach to my kids. That's why I overall just did this episode. But, you know, uh, leave your comments, tell me what you think, and, you know, we'll see if it uh, is something that arises uh, or invokes something out of, out of other people. Uh, but overall, that's, that's just my take on it. But with that being said, um, you reached the end of the episode. No, it's a little longer one, but this was just something I thought that was funny. Uh, people protect yourselves, right? This is just, again, my quick thoughts. You know, please leave a like and subscribe. Do that HBO special. Help a brother out. Uh, Wheat Waffle, shout out to you again. Poor Man's Podcast. I want to leave a link to you because I'm a big fan of yours. Maybe one day I would love for us to do a collab, but um, I'm small right now. I'm a small podcast, but help me boost those subscribers up. Maybe we'll go from there. I'm going to do some reaction videos to Drifty J. Also, keep an eye out. I'm going to start doing AAU street interviews. I want to go. I'm in AAU gyms all the time. I'm doing these tournaments all the time. I want to take, I'm going to take some microphones. I want to talk to some AAU parents. I want to talk to some AAU coaches. I want to talk to some AAU refs about some of the insanity and stuff we see. And I want people's opinions right there on the spot. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do some hot takes. I'm going to do maybe some controversial statements, but I want people to give me their lens of things. I want people to give me their perspective because I'm fascinated by this this uh, 
social climate we're in and i'm just curious on what people's takes are so please keep an eye out for that as well again everybody be safe i'm out